proclamate the Godfather Henry Ford, the Model T. Pilate made the Jeep to YouTube, made Joshua Tree, but Brian and Gio made a podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Brian and Gio made a podcast about what's wrong with Generation X. My name is Brian. <laughs> My name is Gio. Gio, that's a fine topic. Why are you laughing like that? I don't even remember what Generation X is. It's It's you, right? Hey Siri, what's Generation X? Hey Siri, do you work? Why are Hey Siri, what's Generation X? Generation X or Gen X is the demographic cohort following the baby boomers and preceding the millennials. Mm. Do you want me to keep reading? Yes. No. Demographers and researchers typically use birth years uh, ranging from the early to mid-1960s to the early 1980s. Early 1980s, really? Yeah. Um, the, the delineation Lizzie and I have figured out is if you were in school when Columbine were, happened. If you were into Nirvana. <laughs> no, if you were, if you were, because Nirvana was Generation X. If you were into, if you were in school when the Columbine massacre that's happened, that's the delineation that puts you into being a millennial. Oh, really? Yeah. If you were in high school when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Were you in high school when that happened? I was. Okay, so you're a millennial. I was in jazz band. It was sixth period. Yup. Yeah. Um, so, what's wrong, Generation X? Geo. Uh huh. Hi. What's news with you? Oh, hey, Brian. Um, what's news with me is, uh, I'm, um, let me think about this. 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 Oh, I hiked up the Sandias a little bit. Up the fucking Lalu's Trail? Up a little bit. Not all the way. Oh, good. Thank goodness. Just a little bit. You didn't hit those switchbacks the second half. No, I didn't hit the second half. You just did the first half. First half of that trail is lovely. Really? You think so? I like that first half of that trail. I would do that and back 40 times. All I wanted to do was get a in... Zoom, 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 and a boom, 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 boom. Drink that rope. All I wanted was to get into those pines. All I wanted was some pine trees. Uh-huh. You know what I got? Lots of desert gravel cacti. And my daughter wanting me to carry her. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I carried a 30-pound child on my back for the yeah. first mile. That's why you look Lulu's. so tough now. That's why you look like uh, Sarah Connor. I feel super tough. I just want to say that. Sarah that's, Connor. That's news. I never feel tough. When do you feel tough now? But I felt pretty tough. Like, Have you seen this boy? <laughs> I felt real tough, like walking up that Very trail. tough. <gasps> With the child on my back. not only the child but also like i had a backpack with water and snacks mm. so you know was anyone else with you uh my brother christian was there also yeah, he can't carry shit he can't carry shit are he you kidding tough. me he's got tiny calves <laughs> never, he doesn't have never calves. That man's calves. just kidding i don't know <laughs> he's got he's got rather shapely legs for for an ombre oh. um would and, he look good and painted on jeans uh i cannot tell you that <laughs> I because that's something I just I do not want would. to envision. I've just always been more about his face though. He's got a pretty face. Um, his girlfriend Sam was with us too, uh, and she looked good in painted on she jeans. She is a lovely person. She wears painted on jeans. Does she all the time? Oh well, I'm sure she every looks day, but only on her arms. Like she, 
<laughs> cuts a like, hole in the crotch. Denim, puts denim them over sleeves. her head. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hot out there? She's quirky. That's why oh, Christian it's... likes her. <clears throat> so that's 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 news with me. What's I, her name again? Her name is Samantha. Oh, hey, does Sam. she go by Sam? Yes. Okay. Not Sammy. No. Not Sam. not Sammy. Not Sammy Davis so Jr. I, now I know. Well, I know a Sam. Mm. Mantha, who goes by Sam, and you know I Sam. Start calling Mantha, her Antha. Hey, Antha. Hey, Antha. Antha. <laughs> no, it's not short for Anthony. It's short for Antha. Um. So that's what I did, and I I feel real tough, and my legs are a little sore, but uh-huh. it was good. You don't look roughed up, though. You look. You don't look. If I did that, um, I wouldn't be here. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, I mean, it wasn't today. I did it yesterday. Yeah, you know. I would. I'd still have died. I gave myself a good twenty-four hours. Yeah, you'd, you'd be podcast. hearing about having some some rescue people having to save some fat man from the <laughs> first ten feet of a Is he is he lost? No, he's just passed out. He's just out. very very fat. He's just very tired. Yeah. <laughs> he's sweating profusely. Yeah. Well, it's I'm it's a profusely balmy now. seventy degrees. <laughs> Well, that's that's just enough. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's what's keeping him from having killed us all. Yeah, I guess Christian and Sam made it up like I don't know three miles into it, and then they turned back because really? it just got to like switch back. Oh and man, just I like, hate hey. those switchbacks. The switchbacks are on like a sheer face of like granite. Yeah, it's just this is the worst. Why does this exist? Yeah, uh, and it's like the granite is like crumbly too, so you like slip it ain't really fun. easily. Yeah, the La La Luz is rougher than I remember it it being. It is not an easy-going trail. Yeah. The first half, though, I like a lot, actually. Hey, Jim Lind. So, if you look up the La Luz Trail, it's a trail on the northern side of the Sandia Mountains. Well, it's actually on the western western yeah, face, on the northern little side little of the, the range. Yeah, nor- northern uh, and the first half is um, deciduous, uh, high desert, uh, granite terrain. When you get to the top, you get into some uh, peat soil uh and some tall pines and it's and it goes all the way up to the crest all the way up to the crest to the top of the mountain and you could take the world's largest tramway down Mm -hmm. from there which i highly recommend unless you're scared of heights and you get motion sick which you get both yes (laughs) so when i went down i sat in the middle of the tram car (laughs) because i was exhausted Uh And scared of heights and motion sick. And I didn't marry the girl that I took that trip with. I wonder why. Um, what was I going to say? What kind of elevation change is that? Like, from the trailhead of La Luz to the tippy top. You're looking I'll tell at... You, it's high. It's high. Higher than the sun. You shoot me from a gun. I need you to elevate me here. The... This is the motion of your hips. I hate that you quoted that song because I am not a fan. Man, that's not a good song. That song song live, it's fucking awesome. Okay, sure. A lot of songs. The whole bottom all. It's awesome. It's awesome. Sure. Okay. Explain all these controls. Can't sing, but I've got soul. The goal is elevation. Okay, I get it. 
I think it's about 6,000 feet. It's very high. It's quite an elevation. And it tells you. That's the thing about the Sandia Mountains. Because where art, you start high, it just gets higher. And it tells you the whole way up. It's just like, you're getting higher, you guys. <laughs> you just hear Afro Man coming. And then I got high. Yeah. I tried to walk up a mountain, but I got high. Yeah, man. So that's that's uh, what's news with me. I'm feeling tough. What about you, Brian? Um... So I have one of my hats on. Uh huh. I noticed that I made. This yeah. hat says "Bake Relier Great Again." Was pronounce it again? Relier. Relier. And this is part of my uh, ongoing campaign, Cthulhu Twenty Twenty. This is where we're trying to make the uh, <laughs> the Elder God, the uh, Father of All Evil, Cthulhu. Uh huh. We're trying to make Cthulhu. <laughs> president because we already have one being a pure evil in the white house i think we need the absolute evil in the white house yeah so we want to make Raleigh great again can only uh, the sleeper of Raleigh, cthulhu can only go up from here right like seriously <laughs> yeah or down it or can only get way worse way by worse. having the absolute evil cthulhu well it's like it's like exponents you know like you, you you go from like two times two is four right, right, times right. eight sixteen and then it just goes yeah and we're off just really talking yeah so when uh, you know how when Trump uh, won he came down that golden escalator uh huh um, when Cthulhu comes down that escalator everybody who sees it will go insane and mm. kill everybody mm-hmm. so that's really the goal is uh, an end of civilization yeah. I have a shirt that says end history uh huh. Which is my other uh, Cthulhu campaign shirt. <laughs> Here comes Cthulhu. You're all gonna go. You know, I've never read any Lovecraft. Um, it is. Here's how it goes. I'm gonna describe a Lovecraft story to you. Okay. okay. This is how a Lovecraft story always goes. <laughs> There's this guy, mm. and this guy. We'll say it's me. So mm-hmm. I so here's, inherited there's a Brian. my family's estate. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to check out my family's estate. I'm going to go there. And uh, everyone's like, you should stay away from that house. And I say, oh, well, I can't stay away from that house. This is, you know, this is my house. I inherited it. And they go, oh, that's bad. And you say, I don't know why. So you go to your family's estate and you're like, this place is just old and musty. I'm going to get it fixed up. So you go and you get it fixed up and you find this box of old. It just needs papers. a little, it just needs a little Marie Kondo in A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to see. So that's why you start reading these papers that mm-hmm. are in the attic. You want to so see you if see they if bring it has you a joy. Spark, Does this spark, spark of joy? joy. And mm-hmm. so you lift up one and it says, uh, your family uh, used to raise rats. And you say, okay, that's cool. Mm, that makes and sense. And like, no, mm-hmm. that doesn't spark joy. So you throw mm-hmm. it away. Mm-hmm. And then another one is like, oh, your family used to breed with rats. Oh, that's oh, that definitely doesn't spark joy. Like it the rats are still here that are in the walls. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So you get rid of all those papers and, mm-hmm. you know, you're just, you're sleeping that night and you start to hear, well, what is that? I don't, uh, I don't know what. Oh, I don't know what's going on. And the rats come out of the walls and eat you. Oh, cool. That's how a Lovecraft story goes. There's one called The Rats in the Walls, which is pretty much just... Oh, like that's that. pretty straightforward then. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's, you know, the, the general Lovecraft, because it used to be, all his works were in, like, pulp magazines. Mm-hmm. And so that's how, that's how those stories would always go. Okay. And they seem like, because people put Lovecraft on some kind of, like, 
pedestal. Pedestal, right? right? And it's, he's just a goof. Okay. He was just a racist, mm. and, and you know, a man of his time. And a, a, his father went mad from syphilis, and his uh, mother went crazy. And he read a lot of books from the Victorian era. He was like the second coming of Edgar Allan Poe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was the second coming of Edgar Allan Poe. Sorry, then, Lovecraft hipsters. I said it. No, it's, but it is. Sure. He was like, and he was all into Poe. So, like, if, if, if people disagree with that, they need to go learn their history of, of what Lovecraft actually did. Um, that kind of stuff, like, makes me want to be a goth. <laughs> okay. Hey, so I've been, okay, here's some more news from about me, real quick. Uh-huh. I've been uh, kind of wanting to reinvent my uh, look, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because I'm, I'm kind of a t-shirt and, and Birkenstocks lady. We're both rocking this stuff. Yeah, we right are. Um, and I'm getting kind of bored with it. I feel like I'm becoming more and more of a mom. A mom? <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm like, what can I do? So I cut, I got bangs. Yeah? Made me look I saw even, the bangs. Made me look even more like a mom. <laughs> so <laughs> There's this, uh, I don't know there's what this to sketch do. artist that I follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And right now you look like one of her characters a lot. Is she a mom? Um, she is a mom. Uh, uh-huh. the, what, the, but she's like cool. She's got like a nose she's ring. She's cool, mom. Maybe that's what I need. I need a nose ring. No, please don't. Should I get a nose ring? No. I'm going to put up a Twitter poll. You got a big tattoo on your chest of like an eagle. Can I get an eagle tattoo? I'm gonna get, um, I'm gonna get gauges in my ears. Oh, um, has got gauges. That's cool. I'm gonna get like, what's a cool thing? I think none of that's cool anymore. Um, I think it's all been done. Okay, what's a cool thing then? Not doing any of that. Like a like hipster being beard. Normal. Can, I'll get a hipster beard. No. I'll get, get really a bee beard. A bee beard. Yeah. What is a, a beard b- made out of bees. <gasps> a beard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wendy could help you get a beard. Probably. Um. Well, anyway, if anyone's got some ideas, I'm open to them. You know, I don't honestly, Gio. I think you're. I've always thought you're very lovely. Okay. I think you're. I think I've always admired your style quite a bit. That's fine. I don't have a style. I wear t-shirts and Birkenstocks. You know whose style I think is like the dopest, hottest shit. Yeah. Jean. Jean Jacobson. Kelly. Jean Jacobson. I freaking love Jean Jacobson. Hey, shout out! Shout out to Jean Jacobson. Her style, like, I already, well, not with these pants, but, like, I, I started buying my pants, like, the next inseam length up so mm-hmm. I could fold them up like she does. I just, I love Jean's style. I would I would steal yeah. her body and wear it. Doesn't Jean have That's a nose ring? I don't think so. Doesn't Jean have tattoos? Probably. For sure. Yeah. I know her sister does. Her sister has a big old Bolex camera on her back. Ah, oh, Jean. I love that, Jean Jacobson. Um, my brother is working with her oh, on that one show. Bummer. I was kind of hoping she'd work. She'd work on the next show. <laughs> bummer. Life's gonna be hell for him now. <laughs> After no, we're like, no. she's so I was great. hoping I'd get to work with Jean. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, that's that's a total lot of selfishness. I was sure it was in the back of my mind all this time. Like, oh, I really hope that Jean Kelly get to do that show. Um, what was I going to say? Okay, so what is our topic again? I'm is sorry? what's wrong with Generation Xers? Oh, I want Speaking to hear from you, a millennial. 
Yeah. Because Gen Xers are always saying how millennials are ruining everything. Okay. Okay. How? And what's then, wrong with Gen Xers? And then Xers? millennials are like, who are you? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Read the topic to me one more time. I'm just not uh, absorbing it. What's wrong with Generation X? Oh. Who put this topic in there? I don't know. It's kind of, It looks a little thin. It's kind of a new one. Oh. I think we did... Um, I think there was a what's wrong with millennials and a what's wrong with Gen I X. I think you're right. Uh, let's see. What's wrong with Generation X? Uh, they're nostalgic for everything. Everything. Every goddamn thing. Yeah. No, I totally agree. That's a, that's a problem. We saw that Aladdin movie yesterday. Did you? It, I liked it. Okay. I was kind of surprised. I mm-hmm. thought it would be like, oh, please. But they, there's some things they did that were very cool. And Lizzie... Mm-hmm. who was born in California and went to high school in California. She's like, that one girl looks really familiar. I'm like, does she? And she goes, we get home, and she gets out all her yearbooks. <laughs> She's like, that's why. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you went to high school with her? She's like, yeah. Went she went to, to high school with Princess Jasmine? No, with uh, with her with the her assistant lady. Oh, she has an uh, assistant Who was on lady? Saturday Night Live and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm like... Haven't you? Why haven't you mentioned this person before? Hmm. <laughs> she's done all kinds of good things, and she's she's probably my favorite part in the movie. Uh-huh. So she's just gonna do a thousand things now. Does the bird talk? Uh, yes, but not like uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Okay, it's, it sounds like a bird. From what I've seen, that Jafar boy is hot as shit. You think so? Good looking boy though. He's fine looking. I feel I mean, like, oh, but he's fine looking is what I'm saying. <laughs> but he's not like, I mean, he's not like Christian. Like, he's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so well established that Christian is the sexiest boy I know. Stop. <laughs> so, so but weird. this, Can I don't you know. Find he's, someone he's else fine. to he's be okay. on your chart, your your sexy chart, your yeah, sexy boy know, chart. He's fine. He's all right. Um, uh, he's I, no Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Mm. He's okay. Not my type. Mm. Not my type. <laughs> um, so back to nostalgia. I got this wonderful... Can I tell you? And this will probably also double as uh, my what I'm into. But um, I got this email from... It's the Lifestyle Newsletter from John Hodgman. You subscribe Sorry, to it. Sorry, say that one more time. The Lifestyle Newsletter by uh-huh. john hodgman okay it comes to you every week in plain text oh um via email and it's just like whatever's going on in his life and then whatever his thoughts are and then stuff he's doing and then stuff he's into it's like this podcast this is podcast but for john hodgman <laughs> john you could just call in but much more interesting we could, we could have a segment it's just john hodgman calls in and says something weird oh that'd be great hey john and then we just let him talk for an hour, and it's pretty much his podcast. <laughs> no, just where he's like, hi, why are you making me call? <laughs> hi, I am that, quite busy. Is that an amplifier? This thing? No. This The thing. blue thing. This thing, yes. It's a little speaker. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> ADHD. Well. All right. You started the podcast. Um, okay, no, this isn't the one. Anyway, the point is, 
I got a newsletter. Listen to this real quick. Okay. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Lindsay says, and you have to have listened to last week's episode for this to make sense. Lizzie says, sorry, I started too low, and I wasn't hitting the notes very well, and I can't remember the words. I was mixing up all the verses. After Lizzie's beautiful rendition of why'd you come in here looking like that, um, it's very funny. Um, Hey, Lizzie, since you're a teacher and it's summertime and you're on vacation now, I think it's a good time to go out for some karaoke. I'm just saying. Oh... You could go ahead and text her that. Go ahead and text her that. Hang on. Hang on. I don't think I am going to text her that. Oh, you're just going to call her? Yeah. And you're going to tell her. Oh, but then you're I have to shout because it's. I have to shout because it's speakerphone. Now you're I'm nervous. Hello? Call. Hey, Lizzie. It's Gio. Hi, Gio. Hey, do you want to go out for karaoke sometime? Sure. Yes. Okay. I like karaoke. I'll text you. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I have a date. Oh, my God. Oh, I need to date my wife. I have a date with a girl. <laughs> I went to karaoke with a girl. Oh, it's going to be good. I'll invite, I liked it. I'll invite Jason. It'll be a grand old time. Yeah. Let's see Jason get on great. Um, what was I saying? Okay, John Hodgman sent out a lifestyle newsletter, uh-huh. and it had to do with nostalgia uh-huh. because he's selling the house that he grew up in. Uh-huh. It's his childhood home, um, and so he went into the basement to clear it out, and he found a box. <laughs> found a box. <laughs> there was papers in there. And he found out that there were rats in the walls. <laughs> he found a box full of VHSs, uh-huh. and it was all recordings of someone's backyard. No. <laughs> Brian's face. He found my VHSs. <laughs> He's collected them all in one place. He found a box of just stuff that he had been saving because as a kid, you just kind of save it because it means something to you. And then it kind of compiles and your parents don't know what to do with it. So they just throw it in the basement for That's my garage. 30 years or whatever. Yeah. So he's going through it and he found a drawing that he did of some like action hero or whatever Uh and he was holding that drawing and he was just like like taken back to when he was 12 years old he remembers distinctly like putting the texture on like his arm hair the drawing (laughs) the arm hair of the action figure and uh he made sure to make the distinction like this is not nostalgia this is just a beautiful memory right and this is the difference between nostalgia, which is toxic, right, and memories, which you can go back to every now and then and right. think about. Yeah, memories are beautiful. Nostalgia, not not all nostalgia is tra- toxic, but the way it's being used nowadays, yeah, sure. can be quite toxic. Because all the Gen Xers are like movie executives now, right? Well, <laughs> I think once now that we're talking about toxicity, let's bring up Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up System of a Down. <laughs> the toxicity I knocked off my headphones. I'm sorry, Jim. 
<laughs> Man, I haven't listened to that in forever. Brian, that album is so good. At least every at least two songs on that album. At least every four or five months, I revisit the entire album. It's not a very I long record. I haven't listened to it in forever. Oh, be still my heart. It's What's so the good. other one? There's that toxicity song, and there's one other song that was bad. Aerials. Aerials in the sky. Aerials. No. 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 Sure, you know Aerials. It's the one. Eating <sighs> in That's toxicity. It's the pastime activity. Aerials. No, where's the, in no, the, the sky like, when you meow 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 meow. Part of your world. That Ariel song. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Um, What's the name of that album? Toxicity? It's just called System of a Down, I think. Is it really? It has the Hollywood sign on the cover, only it says yeah. System of a Down. Yeah, I have that album. No, it's called Toxicity. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. That um, first song? That first song? Chop Suey. Chop Suey? Chop Suey is the other one. Is it good? Oh, is Ariel's even on that album? Oh. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. I'm going to listen to it later after you leave. I'm going to be all by myself in the house listening to System of a Down. So the lyrics are, wake up, wake up, grab on a brush and put on my makeup, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> say a little shake. prayer for you, together forever, we never will is part. That, is, that, is that System of a Down? Yeah, Chop Suey. I yeah, remember that album now. Yeah, listen to that. Those two songs, those are all I remember. I was not a uh, real new metal fan, you might say. Sure. They were kind of on the, like, a little bit on the cusp of it. They weren't quite new metal-y. They had a... Uh, Needles, Toxicity, Psycho, were, Aerials. Aerials is the last song. See, I thought so. They were a little thrashy. They had a little bit of thrash going on. I thought they were new metal. Let's see what Wikipedia says they are. Wow, this is uh, really engaging. See, this is the difference between... Heavy metal band. They were a heavy metal band, it says. System of Down set themselves apart from the new metal pack by embracing alternative influences. Um, like who else is new metal? Oh, the I think the epitome of new metal is uh, Nickelback. For sure. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. So bad. Or Stained. Do you remember Stained? I remember Stained. They had that one song that was like sad. I guess. I don't even know. All of their songs felt sad to me. Well, they were called Stained. I don't know. If your man's name Stained, I'm not sure if you're like, no, it's been a while. Remember it's that? been that's a song. while since, since I, I went yeah. and put on pants just like I always did. Uh, they were very like um, trying to inherit the uh, Pearl Jam Rains. Oh, what about Godsmack? Godsmack's God, a new metal they have, band. They have like two good songs. How far away when I feel the snake bite into my veins. I should do that at karaoke. When I go out with Lizzie, fun, I'm dude. only going to do new metal. Godsmack? Godsmack is new metal? I love the idea of Lizzie doing like all these incredible, beautiful songs. 
that she sh- can knock out some jewel like oh heck believe. yeah she can and then i'm just there like when i feel the snake bowed into my veins never did i wanna be here again and i don't remember why i came um that was impressive that i got that low i feel like yeah, you don't really good. appreciate it i, like I feel that a like lot. you're totally ignoring i like i was trying to look up the genius. lyrics to that voodoo song but i, I was just singing it is that that song that's song? what i was singing um candles raise my desire <laughs> what that's a lyric yeah, in the apparently. song why am i so far away Ugh, gross yeah not good yeah you know what i like doing at karaoke what cake because you just talk through it yeah because it's about all i can do <laughs> or i can do the sound medium good i want to do like crouched at the starting line engines <laughs> pumping and, and thumping in time the, the green light, light flashes the flags go, go down churning mm, and burning, burning. they burn for, for the cup, cup. they definitely maneuvers and muscles, muscles for rank <laughs> Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. We are gonna get sued, everybody. Hey, John McRae. Hey, man, I love you, John McRae. Don't sue Listen, us. Listen, John McRae, I love you, man. Hey, John McRae, don't sue us. You know that song, Guitar? I freaking love that song. Daria might be my favorite song ever. Ever. Ever, though? Ever. <laughs> I mean, it, it lives in my heart. Oh, I love a Daria. song that I love a song that lives in one's heart. Yeah. So, would you say Cake is more of a Gen X band or a millennial band? It's Gen X band. You think so? Yeah. I feel like they're around, right? Like, kind of in mm. that cusp, though. No. <sighs> no. 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 So I saw Cake open up for No Doubt. Mm-hmm. No Doubt Gen X. Gen X. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so anything that's attached to ska is automatically Gen X. Okay. Because ska is Gen X. Sure. Yes, it is. Real big fish and what have you. Uh-huh. I never got into any ska. I don't know squat about ska. Oh, man. We need to get Huggins back in here. We could talk about ska. Maybe we should do a ska episode. Let's do a ska Huggins, episode. Where I'm, he tries to convince me that ska is worth listening to. I'm going to write down things that I feel like should be topics because I'm going to enter them in yeah, later. Yeah. Ska, hugging some ska. So, here's the thing about Gen X. Okay. Like, I think they thought, and I think this is still true, my brother says this a lot, that, uh, 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 what are those people called? Millennials? No, the ones before. Baby Baby boomers. Boomers Boomers ruined everything. (laughs) And then... Uh, Gen Xers came through and thought they could fix it, and uh, millennials are now like, "No, it's fucked. You can't do anything about it." <laughs> and I think that's I think that's what makes Gen Xers so upset about millennials. It's like, no, we were trying, we were going to try something, we were going to accomplish a task, <laughs> and, uh, and millennials just like, no, dude, no, it's all it's all too fucked. Like that's why I think environmentalism is, is totally stalled because Gen Xers thought they could do something about it and millennials are like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you're incorrect. You've already, the world's too fucked up. We just have to figure out how to slide down this slope together. You think so? I think so. No, I think that there are a lot of people uh, really working towards solutions now. I don't. Really? And I don't think, I think all of your... Um, 
what's the word? The um, what's that word for people that um, or like phrase for people that like get offended at things? Uh, snowflakes? No. <laughs> no. Um, warrior. Something about warriors. Oh, social justice warriors. Social, I think they're all Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, wannabe Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. And I think millennials are just like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Like, now we're fucked. It's all fucked. I don't know. I don't think so. I think millennials are being really vocal about how fucked it all is. But I, yeah, that's what I think. But, but I think they're like, no, it's fucked. It's fucked, you guys. But they're actually like doing like just things about it, but they're not being like Gen Xers about it and being like, look being at like, what I'm doing. I'm fixing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just like, yeah, I walk to work. So what? I'm not like advertising it's, it's it. It's not hard. It's not hard. I just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, I recycle. It's just why kind would of I a watch normal, regular TV. It's just a normal thing. I just recycle. Yeah. It, it's a different world because millennials really grew up in a world where the internet existed mm-hmm. and like we had to kind of figure out the internet yeah the internet wasn't really going till i was out of high school yeah you know yeah and you're already in high school the internet's a thing yeah you know we had to figure out i i used the internet for a source on a paper oh yeah in high school and we had to like figure out how to cite it uh-huh and, and but now it's like no it's just a thing yeah now you're just told to not use uh wikipedia, wikipedia. <laughs> right but it's dumb because wikipedia has all the sources at the bottom sure so if you do use wikipedia as a source you just look like an idiot yeah because all you really have to do is Go down to to the source that Wikipedia is. Yeah. That's how you solve the problem, millennials. Uh Uh-huh. It's like like you already have a research paper that's been done. So just get their bibliography and use it it for yours. Yeah, why bother doing a research paper, man? Like, we already know. Someone already did the research. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Wikipedia. (laughs) That being said, though... The internet is so vast and far-reaching. You know, I said the other day on Twitter, Mm. I said the new God came aware without anyone noticing. Mm. And it is the internet. And nobody asks, who is the new God? And I'm telling you all, the new God is the internet. Because it's so vast and all-knowing? Because everybody puts all of everything into it all the time. Mm -hmm. I do not believe that it's not alive. I 100% believe the internet is fully self-aware. It's like a, right it's, it's an organism. Yes. Did you hear about that Twitter uh, account that like it's AI and it was made to like, you mean tag? Excuse me. It was made to uh, send out tweets that were like relatable and, but like using just what it's learning. So it would read tweets uh-huh. and then it would learn about what's going on in the news this is the one that became whatever. super racist. And then it became super racist. Yeah, that's you heard Tay. About the, uh, they purposely oh made God. Tay racist. People set out to do it. No way. Yeah. No. It's the internet. <laughs> you hear that there's an AI that's learning things? They're going to make it racist. <laughs> that's just what they do. They didn't make it racist. It made it's itself hard. racist. No, but it, it, it fed off what you told it. So it, once people realized it existed, they kept telling it racist stuff. Oh, I see. Not just what it read. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. No, they made it racist. It, it was the Bodie McBoderson 
thing. Right. People were just paying. That's the thing about the friggin' internet. It's so <laughs> weird. Bodie, Mc, Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface, yeah. It's, you know, the internet's filled with weirdos. You have 4chan is the weirdest place on the planet. I have not been to 4chan in I've years. I've never, never because... clicked on it. It sounds like the weirdest place. No, that's not true. I have been to 4chan. I have. I've <laughs> spent I enough time on Reddit. Time. I know I don't need to go to 4chan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Bodie um, McBoatface. So, but what's wrong with Generation Xers is um, there's an old joke that was uh, how many members of Pearl Jam does it take to change a light bulb? Mm-hmm. Change? We won't change for anything. Uh-huh. That's what's wrong with Generation Xers. Okay. I think in a nutshell, it's this idea that, that uh, uh, friggin', what are they called? Uh, baby boomers fucked everything up. Mm-hmm. And now here we are trying to trying to fix fix it, trying to right the ship. And, it, you know, you're not going to solve it. Hmm. 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 So what's the deal with nostalgia then? Why? Why? Yeah, why be nostalgic? Because everything was better when we were kids. Okay. All right, just think back. When you were a kid. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I can think back. When I was a kid and I was watching TV, what was I watching? G.I. Joe, Transformers, The Simpsons were amazing. Uh, all that great stuff that was on TV. The Cosby Show. Bill Cosby was still someone you could like, <laughs> you know? Um, family Matters, uh, Friends, yeah, Full House. So all those things seemed great because yeah. they're viewed through the eyes of an innocent child. Sure. And you got older and you're like, where did that innocence go? Yeah. There's nothing as innocent as Full House on TV anymore. You know what? You know what? All that stuff went to cable. Um. I think the Big Bang Theory was trying. Big Bang Theory, Any, anything to, that's to a uh, keep the wholesome three thing. camera sitcom yeah, still yeah. these days. Yeah. Is, uh, uh, but uh, oh, what was I gonna say? That's a funny thing because as an adult, I think about all those shows, and I'm like, oh, that show probably um, was very uh, just wrong in say homophobic. Oh, uh, yeah. There were probably some homophobic jokes in there. There's a lot of There was, um, I don't know, what else? Possibly some, a little bit of racism or some xenophobia. Right. There, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you think about Perfect Strangers. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure. that show was but who, completely like, who xenophobic. Who actually remembers anything that happened on Perfect Strangers? Here's the one thing I remember. I remember one episode of Perfect Strangers. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what's his cousin Larry? Uh-huh. Cousin Larry Appleton. Yeah, was uh, was gonna go on a date with like this model. This is like second season when he was a photographer. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Not first season when they both worked in a shop or something. Uh-huh. But like second season when when cousin Larry was a photographer, he was going to go on a date with the, his dream girl. Yeah. And he got sick, and um, uh, Balky made this like mixture from his co- home country that you drink this and you will be okay. Mm-hmm. And so he brought the pot out and set it in front, or like a bowl out and set it down. And he goes into the other room, and Cousin Larry picks it up and like drinks this whole like bowl of it. 
and uh, mm-hmm. about, you sure you didn't smoke it? The spoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were supposed to just have this. Oh, no. And it, it knocks out Cousin Larry for like a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's passed out in a coma uh-huh. because of whatever was in that. And so he missed the date. Oh, but Balky but went, Balky on, the went date. on the date, of course. <laughs> but they don't even show you Balky on the date. Sure. They just show you Cousin Larry waking up going like, that's genius. It worked. This solved all my problems. It's now a week later. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. That's pretty good. That's all I remember from that time. Nice. Show. Nice. Um, now I don't even remember what I was going to say. I Oh, yeah. Just as an adult, like, you know, now, like, there was probably not yeah. great content in there. Like, you look back on it now and it's just like, oh, well. But at the same time, like, are we as adults looking back on it? At, like and just ignoring that because we only saw it through our kid eyes mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i feel like that's the toxic part of the nostalgia is, is like, that we only saw stuff through kid eyes yeah like it's like can we just recognize real quick like that stuff was great for the time as a kid because you were innocent and you were ignoring like the oh, politics yeah. behind the making well, of the show like the uh, fact that women weren't really writing any of these episodes right, tv shows not. or movies um the fact that um minorities were really like being um uh, uh there was a lot of prejudice against minorities at the right. time and well it's like it, it's like star wars uh-huh. right we all watched star wars i was born in 1977 we watched it when we were kids right yeah so to us those first three star wars movies are perfect sure right john and the, i were just talking about this then this you morning. watch the prequels and it's like what the heck? Yeah. Why, is there, yeah, yeah. why is this kid yelling wizard? Like, what's what's going on? Mm. Uh, and then you watch these new ones. I don't know. There's Wrath Tars. That's stupid. Yeah. You know, and there's, uh, uh, you know, why are they going to this casino planet? That's yeah. dumb. Yeah. But rewatch those first movies and try to wipe away the nostalgia. See if you want to go to Tashi Station, pick up some power converters. You know, there's plenty of bad stuff in those movies that's just as bad. You know, yeah, are are they swept up in too much CGI in the prequels? Yeah. Are they relying too much on nostalgia for the new movies? Probably. But it's not any better than what we watched when we were kids. John and I... We were talking about Star Wars, and we're like, guess what, everybody? These new movies, Uh they aren't made for you. No. They're made for the little nine and ten-year-olds. But I think that's actually a part they're getting wrong. Mm -hmm. They're not as much making it for the nine and ten-year-olds. They should be making these movies for nine and ten-year-olds, and I I don't feel like it's there. Mm. Because I think the vocal people out there Mm -hmm. are the idiot gen xers and millennials and they're taking it away from the kids kids. who should be enjoying this stuff sure you know and i i I felt this myself you know like you posted that thing on twitter and i'm like you know what i've really just let it go and i'm kind of excited for these new movies oh the 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 meme that i posted yeah it was uh it was yeah i'll buy tickets but i'm gonna complain about it the whole time yeah yeah, yeah, i'm I'm excited again Mm -hmm. i think they'll be fine yeah you know and i'll storm out of that movie if they cure death yeah i will and you'll hear me vocally complain about it it's the same thing with and also okay these are people who were given this movie to make it right it's the same with game of thrones these are people who invested right 
I've seen producers, you guys, they don't sleep. No. They, so. Well, except for the real dicks. All Even these, those guys all don't these sleep. people invested probably, they probably took a few years off of their lifespan for right. that show. Oh, for Game of Thrones, for sure. And people are up in arms about it and yeah. complaining about it and saying that they ruined it. You have to rewrite it. And it's just like, no, it's not yours. Yeah. It's not yours. People, it what was happened? theirs. They made it. You watch it. You can complain all you want. Sure, that's your right. But no one's enjoying your complaints. You're just like that annoying person on a soapbox, like screaming at the ether that mm. people did something wrong. Shut but up. They didn't do just shut wrong. up. Yeah. They like they made they told a story. They told a story. It's their and not story. liking that story is totally fine. Yep. Thinking they made some some moves you wouldn't have made is fine. Yeah. Guess what? It happened. It happened. One of my favorite books uh, is the second book, Patrick Rothfuss's second book in the Name of the Wind series, The King Killer Chronicles. He has a character do something stupid. And every time I read it, and I've read it about four times, every time he does this thing, I'm like... That is so stupid. But it's that character, and it's, that's what that character and it's his Would I story. have had him do that? No, I think it's stupid. Yeah. But it's what he did, and it was it, it makes sense to that character. And it's and not if your you're story. Tell me that it doesn't make sense yeah. for Danny fucking Targaryen to destroy that city. You didn't watch the same show I watched. Yeah. And you didn't read the books that I've read. Yeah. You know? Like, will that be what happens in the books? I think, Who knows? Here's what I think. I think a lot of people are just angry that they were duped into trusting someone mm-hmm. that turned out to be a tyrant. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And it, I think that is actually hilarious. Yeah. Like, all these people are like, Danny, Danny, Danny. And then that happens. Like, they're like, oh, shit, we were on the wrong side of history. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. It you makes gotta, me- You gotta get it. That whole series is about people fucking up yep. and being dicks yep. and making bad decisions. And the point the is, the point is that the people that didn't play the game, uh huh, survived. Yeah, because and when you play the, main the game person that didn't of play Thrones, the game, fucking won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I guess you could say that like the Onion Knight kind of played the game, and Jon Snow kind of played the game towards the end. Yeah, but they're like side pieces. Well, Jon Snow played the game. Yeah. And he became king in the north. That's true. Or king beyond the wall. Right. And Sansa played the game. She became uh, the the The, king in the north, queen in the north. And uh, uh, Tyrion played the game. And she's still the hand, which is always his place. Yeah. He would have never ended up on the throne. He was... He was the best thing. It just yeah yeah. I I almost it's it's almost a little cheap that of course he's the one that came up with that idea. Uh-huh. I almost think if someone else went in there, like if you were you had just another block of someone else going there and talking with him, and we see him come up with that idea, that might have been cool. Mm-hmm. Like the Onion Knights talking to him. Mm-hmm. Well, then who could be king? And he's just like. The one person that didn't play. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. That would have been but cool. Whatever. They didn't it have is time. What it is. Whatever. I don't care. Make Bran the broken, the person the whole show is built on the back of. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That person is the I, by king. the way, I love all the memes where it's where Tyrion the quote is like, Who has a better story than Bran? 
and then like everyone else like there's a meme for every single person there that's just like um me like my story is pretty good <laughs> no but uh yeah who, who has learned everything everything and yeah. of course it's coming from Tyrion's perspective and from Tyrion's perspective knowledge is the most important right. thing right you know, I do like that uh, Samuel Tarly is getting up and trying to argue for democracy. <laughs> what if everybody chose? Sit, Sit the fuck down, down Tarly. Good <laughs> lord. On. Listen, Fatim. There was also another another uh, tweet that was like, I lo- my favorite part about the last episode of Game of Thrones is when Sansa Stark told Beto O'Rourke to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so good. Oh, I love you. I love you, internet. Yeah, um, you bastard. Okay, that wow, we did a Game of Thrones rant. I really didn't want to, but I guess to. it's been we on We had to mind. round it off. But it fits with our whole nostalgia thing. Yeah. Because people are already nostalgic I know. for Danny in season three. Ugh. <laughs> Shut up. She's gone. It's, it's, you can't be nostalgic for that. You know what? Uh, okay, let's be real here. Okay. I have felt nostalgia for a taco that I'm halfway through, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm almost done with this taco. I've done that for like a milkshake. <laughs> when you hit the bottom, you go, oh, oh I miss that milkshake. I'm going to go get another one. Or when you open a Coca-Cola and you take that first sip, it's just never going to be the same. It's never going to be like that again. No. Never again. <laughs> no one's ever really gone. Um, <laughs> that, wasn't, that was my cackle. That was, <laughs> that was lame. <laughs> uh, here's another uh, quick topic, Gio. Okay. We need to find a solution to sexual harassment. It okay. doesn't mean people's entire careers go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we, talk about, Can we talk no, about this next week? Can we talk about this next week? Oh my God, this is not a real quick topic, but okay. So like, yeah, no, I agree. And I believe Chloe, but Chris Hardwick's entire career shouldn't be gone. I don't know, man. He's a dick. Entire career? Yeah. And you know what though, Brian? I really started to get the sense that he was a total dick. Like listening no, to the he's Nerdist, a dick. but I would listen to the Nerdist podcast. This was before like any uh, of that stuff was going on. Where yeah, he was, that's why I stopped listening it was to like, Nerdist podcast. Well, it was kind of like even before the peak of Nerdist podcast, uh-huh. when they were still just like like Matt and Myra was still like really trying to get a writing job, and uh-huh. Jonah was like taking acting classes or whatever. Yeah, before, before Jonah became the became uh, the, the the mystery science theater. Yeah, guy. yeah, exactly. Whoever knows what Jonah's um, doing. Yeah. Or Matt's doing that. Um, Selling cars or something. He's raising a little baby. Yeah. But uh, I, I would listen, and I was just like, I get the feeling that this Hardwick dude's kind of a dick. Yeah, but he was always a, he was always a dick like that. Yeah, I mean, granted, you he can't was be nostalgic for the first couple <laughs> of seasons. Of the he was podcast. he was very apologetic He's about very being controlling. A, he was yeah, like full of himself, dude. But that's the kind of human that gets that kind of shit done. Yeah. And, you know, it's just who he was. Every time I listen to This Is Halloween from the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack, uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, Chris Hardwick sounds just like Jack Skellington. And then it makes me mad because I'm like, no, I can't have Jack Skellington be Chris Hardwick in my head because it feels weird. I don't know. That's just one of those weird I things. I think Jack Skellington sounds just like uh, Danny Elfman. Yeah, that's because he is. 
Who's your favorite character in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? My favorite character? Yeah, Nightmare Before um, Christmas. It sounds like you have a favorite character in Nightmare. Okay, I who's really your favorite do. character? This is the guy that makes hats. Won't they be impressed? I am a genius. See how I transform this old rat into a most delightful hat. That's it. I don't even remember that guy. He's in uh, Making Christmas. <laughs> La, la, la. Yeah, <laughs> that's my kid's favorite part of the whole thing. Is that one person's voice was making Christmas. <laughs> They're all like making Christmas, making Christmas, making Christmas. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, Mika's favorite song at first was Sally's song because uh-huh. she liked how lullaby it was. Mm-hmm. Like there, she would always sing. There must be something, something in, in the, the wind. wind. Um. But yeah, for sure, this is Halloween became like her jam. That was that was her jam for sure. Yeah. Um. She. I was. I always thought she'd be afraid of the one hiding under your scares stairs. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Yeah. Teeth ground sharp and eyes Eyes closed. No, that's the one under the bed. Anyway, point is, it's a little scary. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. Yeah. Yeah. Imagery's a little scary, but she never got scared of that. Yeah. Neither. Neither of my girls. I don't know. Maybe it's the music. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Or, or they're also being told it's safe by us. Yeah. It's not like when we started watching Coraline and I'm like, this looks creepy as heck. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen this, but it looks scary. Um, Mika would, anytime she heard the dragons on Game of Thrones, because she would play in her room while uh, we would watch Game of Thrones, like we would be like, okay, quick, we can watch some Game of Thrones while she's playing. Um, she would hear the dragon and she would come running because she loved that dragon. I'm just like, really? That thing's kind of scary. But she was into it. Like, I never said aloud. The Drogon was scary as half. Yeah. I never said aloud, like, this is a scary dragon. She was just like, ooh, a dragon. Whoa. And I was just like, okay, wow. You hear from Eleanor and me in her room, and she's going, turn it down. Because <laughs> you'd hear him coming out. <laughs> turn it down. <laughs> I can hear your goddamn dragon. What is this? That dragon's keeping me up. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, meanwhile, we named our cat Tyrion. Yeah. She is funny. Hey, aren't you glad you named it Tyrion and not Daenerys? By the way, I love like all these people coming out that they had Daenerys tattoos and they named their children Daenerys. It's like you, like you named your child Adolf. Oh, <laughs> like I love Hitler it tattoo. so much. Like, the Chancellor of Germany is doing so many great ah. things. He's going to be a new good voice in oh Germany and really God. help them out. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I love it so much. Like I laugh so hard yeah, when someone should. tweeted should about have waited it. Until that story was told. Uh, anyway, that's that's something I love you about know, it's the like internet. You named your child Cosby in <gasps> trouble. Ooh. You wait till that story's done, kids. <laughs> but isn't that kid? isn't that the crappy thing? Like naming someone after someone you admire. It's like, uh-huh. listen, you guys, there's no. you can't. It's it's the saying, don't meet your heroes. You named your fish Drogon. I named him Rhaegar. Rhaegar. Well, Rhaegar. He was fine. already dead, homie. Yeah. He was already and, dead in that he story. He did good things. He did those good things. He already abandoned one woman and went and impregnated another. He already smashed those babies. He didn't smash any babies. He, he didn't, didn't smash the babies. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. It was, that was Greg. That Greg, was Gregor. Greg, Greg. It was that guy. It was Greg. that guy, Greg. That gross guy, Greg. The mountain that walks. Um. Anyway, that's fun. That's you know what, Brian? 
This is the last time I want to talk about Game of Thrones. This is it. Until I'm the books so come dumb. out. Until new books come okay, out. Okay, sure. Until the books come out. Yeah. Or until that um, prequel that they're doing comes out. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. <sighs> no, Lizzie and I... So, again, Lizzie has friends that... Uh, that uh, um, went to high school people that are like actual actors uh-huh. and she has this friend uh, uh, named something or other Omid Omid something mm-hmm. like that and uh, and he was apparently he was like a good guy she actually knew and, and she sees him on TV all the time and so we look him up on IMDB today he worked on like goddamn Mandalorian <laughs> I'm like oh that's so cool dude <laughs> You know, there's hope for Star Wars. It's uh-huh. called John Favreau. Yeah. And the friggin' Mandalorian. Yeah. This looks amazing. I like that John Favreau. Yeah. Did you, you haven't worked with him yet, have you? No, I have not. I did uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, Cowboys and Aliens. So I got to watch him DJ the rap party, which is still one of my favorite experiences, sitting there just drunk off my butt watching John Favreau DJ. I love that. It was that. fantastic. I love that. I was so drunk. Yeah. That's not surprising. It's yeah. a rap party. Yeah. No, I, but I, I rarely even go. Not anymore. No. No. Last one, I, last rap party I really went to and really like tied one on, Transcendence. <laughs> I didn't even work on that show. You did not work on that show. You were no. my date. Yes, it yes. was lovely. <laughs> and I just got really drunk and watched people dance. Like, holy you crap. You had so many martinis that night. That was a lot. That was a good time. Yeah. I like that the show. past. Hey, Gio. Hey. What are you into? Oh, let me tell you, Brian. I've I've written it down right here on this little piece of paper because I forgot. I'm into sending um, my close friends text messages with the an emoji. Oh the- yeah, I don't have one of those phones that can do that. Really, you don't? No, this one can't do that. Really? Well, only it's- the X's. My favorite one is the pig. I'm using it now. Send it to me. I wonder I'm, if I can get it. So I'm going to tell you that that's, this is what I'm into right now as an animoji, and I'm going to send it to you. Wait, I wonder if you could like do it and send it, and then I'll play it on the thing, and you cut out you saying it. So, okay. Send it to me. I wonder if I can get it. So I'm going to tell you that that's, this is what I'm into right now as an animoji, and I'm going to send it to you. Wait, I wonder if you... Oh no, it's like a weird creepy echo chamber. No, stop. This is weird. I don't what I don't like about this is it doesn't look happy. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I just sent you another one. <laughs> it's my favorite thing right now. I love it. Okay. I'm into emojis. They're stupid. No one uses those. Who so what you? is it? It's just the it just moves. It recognizes your face and it it makes a little weird cartoon thing talk using your facial expressions. It's so stupid. No one uses those. I sent one to Jasa mm-hmm. yesterday, and I said, this feature is ridiculous. And she said, this is verbatim. This is what she said, Brian. 
I can't wait for the day I can send out a mass text to people delivering some kind of serious, somber news with this dumb feature. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh my gosh. That's 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 exactly how we use Snapchat. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, cool. Thank you for tweeting my an emoji. That was a private conversation, Brian. <laughs> um, it's just a picture of it, and it just said, this is Geo, and it's your pig face. <laughs> I love the pig. It's my favorite one. Anyway, that's what I'm into. What about you, Brian? What are you about to get oh, into? Oh, no. What am I about to get into? I'm about to get into the TV show, Barry. Yay! I have a feeling I'm really going to enjoy that show. I need to catch up, but yeah. Um, I just need to sit John down so we can watch it together. Because I have a feeling if I start watching it without him, he'll walk in one day. He'll be like, what are you watching? I'll be like, Barry. He's like, looks really good. Just watch that pilot with him. He'll get hooked. Okay. It's a good pilot. I just I like watching shows with him. Like There's yeah. something to watching a show with your significant other. You know, and you don't skip out like and jump ahead in secret and pretend that you haven't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's a true test of of one's relationship. That's what we're holding on to. Um, rain. We're not going to watch Rain until our anniversary. Mm. That's what I'm into. Being married for 14 years. Congratulations! It'll be Brian on and Tuesday. 14 years of being married wow. to my beautiful wife Elizabeth. Yay! You did whom it. Whom I love. Hooray. Y'all did it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 14 years is nice. 14 years is good. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's always stuff that's like needs improving and changing and about how you exist as humans Uh with other humans. Uh (laughs) But it's it's just, it's fun to know that we just, you know, it just makes sense. We're not going to, we're not going to flip out at each other and do anything weird. Are you guys doing anything special? We're just gonna go out to dinner and watch the rain, <laughs> watch that show, watch season two of the rain. Mm-hmm. But we're like holding on to other things, like just in case season two sucks, let's have some other stuff. Yeah, you know, because you never know. It's some weirdo Dutch show. It could be totally different in season two. Sure. Yeah. So Maybe we have other options too, like karaoke with Geo. No, cool. We're not 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 on our anniversary. <laughs> That'd be so weird. <laughs> like a third wheeling on your anniversary date. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Last anniversary, Reggie got in a fight like right before. Oh yeah, him. I remember that. And you so guys we were had to spend all our money taking Reggie. Yeah. To the vet and stuff. I remember you guys were going to do like a big Route 66 road trip thing. Yeah, or something. because it was our 13th, so I wanted to take her to a bunch of spooky stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh, whatever, it didn't it didn't work out. Yeah. But this is our 14th, 14 years with my beautiful wife. Hooray, congratulations. How long have you guys been married now? 13. 13, oh, we yeah. did 13 so in April. Yeah, it's real close. Mm-hmm. I forget because you guys are so much younger. We're not you that much younger. You didn't make all the mistakes that we made. We're not that much younger than you guys. Yeah, you guys are like not 13. Really. We're like 13-year-olds <laughs> married for 13 years. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of gross. It's gross, that's, that's really weird. I don't know how uh, our parents got away with it. Yeah, but yeah, but it worked. It did. You know, good job holding off that long having a kid. Uh-huh. I know. We have a almost three-year-old daughter. Had her when I was 10. Yep. Oh, Weird that's and gross. Awful. Anyway, uh, I might cut that out. That's gross. Yeah. That got weird. That got oh, weird. Yeah. That got real weird. Um, Thanks. I don't know. What am I going to get into? Oh, yeah. What are you going to get into? What I'm sorry. I, I keep forgetting about that What's new... What's the next thing? Yeah. It's new. It's our new thing. Okay. Having a new thing spicing up our podcast i feel like it's like a resolution 
but every week. Yeah, I'm going to get into us making our comedy show. Oh my god, I was hoping you would have <laughs> forgotten what's about next, it. Geo. That's what we're gonna do. So Brian and Geo made a comedy show uh, in which Mike Long has to be there every week because we need a crutch. Yeah, <laughs> Mike the Crutch Long. That's what we'll call him on the flyer every week. <laughs> And he might not even be there half the time because he's Mike Long. Um, all right. But seriously, uh, you you comedy people. There's a few comedy people that listen to this, right? Uh, sure. You Albuquerque comedy people. Like, is it a problem that you guys have to host shows and therefore can't go up? Because if that's a real problem, Brian and Gio are the solution. Uh, let us help you. Let us help. I can help you. I will help you get up. Yes, you will. She's going to do that by twerking harder. I don't know.